0: to hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your Daily Crunch. Coming up, Adam Newman is trying to buy back WeWork. But first, late last year, Spotify began offering 15 hours of monthly audiobook listening to its premium subscribers in select markets, including the US. Now, the company says the new service is the second largest audiobook provider behind Amazon-owned Audible, something Spotify CEO Daniel Ek said was notable given how entrenched the legacy players are. During its Q4 2023 earnings call with investors, the company also offered a glimpse into how audiobooks are being consumed by Spotify customers, including by Sh- sharing insights that indicate the books are reaching a different set of listeners than on Audible or other platforms. On Audible, subscribers can either access a limited selection of audiobooks and originals or can pay more to get a monthly credit to purchase an audiobook from an extended selection of bestsellers and new releases. But on Spotify's plan, users simply have a certain number of monthly hours available for audiobook listening. This has driven them to explore lesser-known titles and those from emerging authors, Spotify explained, the streamer stopped short of offering details as to how the addition of audiobooks was adding to its bottom line, saying it was too early to say as of yet. Meanwhile, Snap is not having a good quarter. Following this week's news that the company was laying off 10% of its workforce, amounting to hundreds of employees, the company's stock is now crashing after reporting a fourth-quarter earnings miss. The Snapchat maker's stock dropped by over 30% in after-hours trading as investors reacted to Snap's underwhelming revenue figures, tepid user growth, and weak first-quarter guidance. The company touted in its press release it had grown daily active users by 10% year-over-year to 414 million, but that figure was only up from 406 million in the prior quarter. And it failed to grow users substantially in a quarter that's often the biggest of the year for app developers as people have more downtime to engage with their smartphones over the holidays and download new apps. Though Snap still has traction with younger users, a recent study found it was KID's second most popular communication app behind WhatsApp and most popular by time spent. It has failed to grow to Meta scale as it's not attracting adults the way that competitors like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok do. And as lawmakers prepare to crack down on apps that target children, snaps free-for-all days may be numbered. And Adam Newman, who co founded flexible workspace provider WeWork in 2010 and notoriously stepped down nine years later, is attempting to buy the company out of bankruptcy, according to multiple reports. In a letter published by The New York Times Tuesday, lawyers for Adam Newman, his latest startup Flow Global Holdings LLC, and their affiliates wrote that they were dismayed with WeWork's lack of engagement, even to provide information in response to efforts to be able to make an offer to buy the company. The letter disclosed that Newman Flow, and affiliates were partnering with investors such as Dan Loeb's Hedge Fund, Third Point, and others. WeWork, which was once valued at an eye-watering $47 billion, filed for bankruptcy last November. The company at the time listed over $18.6 billion of debt in what marked a stunning collapse for the once high-flying startup that had raised over $22 billion from investors such as SoftBank, BlackRock, and Goldman Sachs. When asked about Newman's buyback attempt, WeWork told TechCrunch today, WeWork is an extraordinary company. As such, we receive expressions of interest from external parties on a regular basis. We and our advisors always review those approaches with a view to acting in the best interests of the company. We continue to believe that the work we are currently doing, addressing our unsustainable rent expenses and restructuring our business, will ensure WeWork is best positioned as an independent, valuable, financially strong, and sustainable company long into the future now to the latest in startup business Summa Wealth now has $2.2 million in new capital to continue developing financial tools, content, and live and digital activations for young U.S. Latinos to build wealth. This brings Summa's total funding to $5.5 million. This new funding will go toward new hires across engineering, product, and sales. The company is also working on expanding its technology offerings for more AI personalization, data, and analytics. And finally, a fintech startup helping business automate accounting and finance functions secured another $10 million in venture capital. TechCrunch previously reported on the company in 2022 when it raised $95 million in equity and debt to roll out small business lending and bookkeeping capabilities. Since then, the Miami-based company has focused more on bringing together business processes like bookkeeping, expense management, bill payment, and payroll under one automated solution for small businesses. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh. And for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast.